Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Punches in 10. This time, we only mentioned Autumn Statement twice, I think. Still can't get away from it. But we're going to try and pick up some things you may have missed over the last couple of weeks, um, including a review of the advice requirement for transfers. Um, we look at the LTA regulations, uh, people pontificating on investments, and the LDI Working Pensions Committee report. Dave, the DWP have been reviewing independent advice. What have they been saying? Yeah, so this review actually happened um, a few months ago, but it's only recently um, come to light. And it's looking into the advice requirement when transferring from a DB scheme. So if you have over £30,000 of transfer value, you need to take independent financial advice before you can transfer. And when the government put this into place, they said they would review this periodically. And this is one of those reviews. Um, so interestingly, they're saying, well, basically, they're saying it's working as intended, but they're a little bit concerned around the impact on low risk transfers and how they can ease this. I, I, I can't think of any ways to ease it off the top of my head, because what you're dealing with here is people transferring from what they call safeguarded rights, so defined benefits with lots of guarantees, bells and whistles, and then losing those bells and whistles and going to a DC scheme um, where you're just left to the vagaries of the investment markets and, and your own decisions on mortality and how you take your benefits. So how you get around that, I'm not sure, um, but they seem to be thinking about some ways of, of easing it. I hope they don't do too much other than perhaps increase the limits. Maybe 30,000 pounds is a bit low, don't know, but but interesting one to note all the same. Well, Dave, here's a challenge for you. Around about 100 pages of legislation on lifetime allowance um, in about two minutes, if you want to take <laughs> us through it. No, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Thank you for the invitation. No, but as this is our sort of autumn special, all the things you might have missed, um, you know, so yes, the regs have been laid. Lifetime allowance is going to go from the 6th of April, 2024. Um, the headlines are still broadly the same, so there's going to be um, a limit on the amount of pension commencement lump sum you can have, and then an overall lump sum limit, um, which is around the same, well, is exactly the same as a lifetime allowance, so 1.073 million. There were some hints and suggestions that maybe there was going to be some um, sort of DB pension freedom things in there. My reading is those have gone. But I stand to be corrected because, as you said, there's a lot in there. I could easily have missed something. Um, there's also lots in there about how you go about valuing benefits from before. But the big, the big thing for trustees is really is to make sure that um, the communications going to your members are accurate and are telling them that the lifetime allowance will have gone for those retiring after 6th of April 2024, and instead you'll have these new allowances to take account of. Productive finance is still the big news, Simon. We couldn't do a whole pensions in 10 without mentioning it. I think you spotted something that's on that topic. Absolutely, Dave. In the Financial Times, uh, the head of one of the world's largest pension funds has said that UK retirement plans shouldn't be told where to invest their money, um, which, of course, is in direct opposition to what's been coming out of the Mansion House uh, statement and, of course, the, the Autumn statement. Uh, so John Graham, who's the president and chief exec of the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board, which has about 340 billion of assets, um, said that he's opposed to any constraint on portfolio construction or any influence to invest in a specific asset class or a specific part of the market. So. The government's obviously wanting one thing. Uh, it seems that if this comment is replicated through other pension schemes, it, it seems that the industry may have another view. So I think there's a, a fair bit to rumble on on this one. So Dave, LDI is back in the news uh, along with the Work and Pensions Committee. So what, what's been happening there? 
Yes, the government have responded to a number of recommendations the Work and Pensions Committee came up with after they've gone through their um, uh, evidence sessions with TPR and various other stakeholders into LDI. And I suppose it should be important to know this is LDI with leverage. Obviously, that led to the LDI episode, as they call it, uh, back in September and October 2022. And I just wanted to pick out five or so of the recommendations they made and what the government have, have come back with. Um, the first one was quite interesting when they were talking about that across the board schemes are seeing improved funding levels. And the way the government responded to that was very much sort of hinted to how some of us in the industry are thinking that it's not all one-way traffic, not all schemes are seeing that improvement to, to funding. And the data still is coming in. You know, it takes a long time for evaluations to be signed off around that period. And other data as well, a lot of the data from the regulator, for instance, is based on a roll forwards. You have PPF data, which is based on their valuations and what they see. So we're still gathering what actually happened over that period. I think it's interesting that the government have effectively acknowledged that and rather than gone for the, the carte blanche that all schemes are better off. And I think that's important. Um, one of the key things the committee were talking about is is um, the regulator improving their data on what LDI usage is out there. And so there's a lot of talk about adding new bits to um, the TPR scheme return and TPR are going to be doing some surveys uh, about LDI usage um, and leverage usage as well. Um, there's interesting questions whether the DWP should restrict LDI usage, and that was pushed back a little bit by the government to say, well, there's no way we can do that. And that harks back to your previous story as well. I mean, it's very difficult for regulators or government to try to restrict or constrain the way people invest. I think that's interesting. Regulation of investment consultants came back again. And that one still confuses me a little because a lot of what investment consultants do is already regulated and the advice they give is, is legislated for. But they're going to be talking to FCA, CMA, FCA and FPC uh, to get their views. Um, and finally, there was a comment in, in sorry, recommendation 10 around whether there should be a delay to the funding code. So we're still waiting for the regs on that and the funding code regime to come from that. And there was a very firm no from the government. So which is pleasing because we do need progress on the, on the funding code, whether it's going to happen or not or what's going on. So, yeah, we need to see those regs. So I think for, for schemes that use LDI and use LDI leverage in particular, this is definitely notable as some future direction of travel on, on the way it's going to be regulated. Just on the funding code, Dave, we're told from the regulator that it's uh, that they're still working towards the uh, April 2024 launch of that, um, that the regs will come in before that, obviously, um, and it will be trailed so they can start enforcing it then. Um, we're also told as well that there is not a, a problem with the Mansion House and the Autumn Statement uh, views from government with the funding code, uh, we're told that there's enough flexibility built in there. So we shall see. Um, it would be interesting to know how much the regulator has changed it, uh, mm. if at all, as a result of uh, Jeremy Hunt's speech. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Well, Simon, as we know, marketing and pensions isn't always the easiest. But the DWP have tried again. Whether it's an own goal, I don't know. I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, I will. I like the the own goal reference because uh, the DWP, in relation to pension credits deadline day, which they're calling it, 10th of December, uh, for those that didn't know, they've signed up uh, Harry Redknapp, uh, former football manager, um, player back in the day, of course, and I think he was winner of I'm a Celebrity, uh, wasn't he? Uh, oh, he was the king of the jungle, yeah. yeah. I think he was. Um, but if you have time, viewers, um, it's 39 seconds that you'll never get back. 
but watch Harry Redknapp being interviewed in a sort of Sky Sports deadline day style, um, reading from his steering wheel. <laughs> so he's obviously got got the script uh, on his steering wheel. It's far from convincing, um, but it's yeah, it, it will make your toes curl. But it's it's definitely definitely worth a watch because you just won't be able to believe it. He clearly knows absolutely nothing about pensions, so you never know. He might be in line for the next pensions minister job. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't add anything <laughs> no i think we'll leave it there so everyone thank you so much for watching again as always thanks for your comments and we look forward to seeing you next week Bye.